Good morning to you. Happy Friday. November 4th, 2022. This is our two of Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn, your morning friends. Hi. Hey, friends. Uh, we ran out of time in that last segment, so I do promise that before we go to the next commercial break, we will, in fact, have a fantastic prize for you. Yes. A fantastic prize. Uh, and coming up a little later, a little, not a TV talk, kind of, well, yeah, documentary talk. Dawn got a hold of um, a little sneak peek of the Selena Gomez documentary. And uh, I read a great interview with her in Rolling Stone. So we'll talk a little bit about Selena Gomez coming up yes. in uh, just a little bit. But one of the big stories that popped last night, because I guess the big wig at Discovery did a press conference. Or, I don't know. And this guy's the new 400 million pound gorilla in Hollywood because he is the head of Warner Brothers Discovery. So basically, all the Warner Brothers properties, we're talking Friends, we're talking uh, Dallas, uh, we're talking, uh, and then all the Discovery crap, yeah. all under one umbrella. Harry Potter. Deal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Harry Potter's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All DC. So he made a statement yesterday that was picked up by all by all the trades, by Variety, Hollywood Reporter, everything. Okay. And he's and he said the future is in these franchises. And he said, "Look, we haven't had a Harry Potter movie in 15 years basically, and we haven't had a Superman movie in 13 years or however long. I don't know. I think his math is a little wrong on those two, but whatever. Um It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. And he he basically said, well, he did say, uh, he wants more Harry Potter. He wants more Harry Potter movies. And he's working. Oh, and he okay. wants to and he wants to work a deal with JK. Now, obviously, there's a couple. I have a couple questions, which is brought why I'm bringing this to the table. The first one is, where do you go? If you're Warner Brothers. And JK's going to kind of leave it up to you, which I don't think she will. But what do you do? Do you go forward? I don't know if the cast is willing to come back yet. I think Daniel Radcliffe said recently, it's not time. Like, he's not ready. He's still enjoying not being Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, and you add her comments about trans. Well, I, that and, was part two. That oh, was part oh, I'm two. sorry. I'm, I'm jumping just, ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying right. just talking about the content. Yes. If yeah, they were, might not be ready. Yeah, if you were the wizard in charge, if you were JK, where do you take the story? Well, yeah, and Fantastic Beasts didn't oh. do as fantastical as they hoped, right? They, it, yeah, the franchise. The second one, no. No. Definitely, yeah. So, so they can't go backwards. I mean, I guess there is that time period in between, maybe. I think that what they would do, just from my experience in screenwriting, like when we were in, we would have TV writing class. You would take a series and then you would take an epi two episodes and you would write whatever is in between or you would mm. write side characters that you briefly see. So you would do a spinoff of something because it's true. They're not coming back. I don't think they're coming back. You would have to recast if it was back in time and it would just be like a, a splinter of something that you haven't seen before. Mm. Uh, 
Yeah. Because it create another world, basically, within the Harry Potter universe. Yeah. But if I'm Warner Brothers Discovery, if I'm them, I'm like, I, Fantastic Beast is a spinoff, and that didn't work. I want Harry Potter. Yeah. So what do you do? Gosh, I'm trying to remember this book I read. But Dawn, that's, yeah, that's what they're going to have to do. Mm, yeah, there's no way they're coming back. They'll have to cast another Harry Potter. An adult. Because, look, they probably will come back. I do predict within a decade they'll be ready the cast will be ready to maybe revisit these characters yeah. what about maybe not all of them but yeah there'll be what they'll be 45 yeah they'll be ready to come back okay yeah but, pro- probably what about harry potter and the cursed child which is just a smashing success um as Broadway. a play it's actually a i i read the book it's fantastic and what i like about it too is is that it it also revolves around harry potter and um, their children, their children go to Hogwarts. Hogsworth. Oh, that's perfect. Hogwarts. So could that be because it's still like Hog Harry Potter adjacent with the characters we love? Maybe yeah, that's I, the route. There's the ne- next natural step, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And if Daniel and Emma and Rupert aren't going to come back, maybe you do recast adult Harry yeah. Potter. Her, you know, I don't know if the audience will accept that. Or you just hear them upstairs, you know, like in Seinfeld. Oh, my God. Or, or <laughs> Muppet Wilson. Babies. Or, or, or Muppet Babies. babies. Yeah. Or Muppet yeah. Babies. Yeah. <laughs> How I Met Your Mother. Did they do that technique as well? <laughs> yeah. I think so. Oh, anyway. Okay. But then my number two is what you did bring up, yeah. Lex. Then you have the PR situation yeah. with J.K. Rowling and her continuing problematic comments about the trans community. Um, it doesn't sound like to me, if I'm just being harsh and blunt from a business point of view, I don't think discovery sinking. I don't think discovery views that as a big problem. No, no, because of the success of the, the franchise on all fronts with the rides, the, the park, yeah, the, the park. stores, all of that is still smashing. So I think that, yeah, they, um, they probably have internal research that tells them. The vast majority of the public, and I'm not saying this is right, please don't parse out, but the vast majority of the public can separate the art from the artist. Yes. And it's not. Or they agree with her. You know, that's another Uh, possibility, too. Um, But you're absolutely right. I think that they're just, they think of the wizard world and separate from her, and it's easier. And it's a much bigger question than the three of us, or even all of you listening in your car, can answer. Uh, it's kind of like I just interviewed this is not an exact parallel, but it's similar. I just interviewed on the talk show, uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner. I just had him on the show and he was, he's in the resident on Fox and he's directing and all that stuff. And I was thinking about the Cosby show. Yeah. And the questions that swirl with, can you even reference say he was like, he was Theo in the Cosby show. Can you even now in this day and age, can you, is it even, is it socially acceptable for you even to say, oh, I watched the Cosby show last night because of Bill Cosby. But there is a question to me and it's for, for these types of situations. Now I'm not comparing Bill and JK. I'm, that's why I said it's not a perfect analogy, but is it fair to everybody else involved with these projects to just Put them in the sh- in the in the cave and never discuss or like them again. 
Is it fair to Malcolm and Felicia Rashad and Tempest? And you know what I mean? No, it's not. And then Bill Cosby has to answer to that. Yes. So, and I think people can differentiate that in their mind. So that's what I'm saying. You know, people that are, I'm never doing Harry Potter because of JK. It is that question. Okay. But there's JK isn't the only person involved in this property now. There's, you know, yeah. I don't know. Again, much bigger question than, than we can answer, but. It did kind of pop in my mind when I was reading all these stories yesterday. Yeah. With their I mean, their they, want of more. They're really leaning leaning in, so we'll see yeah. what that means. Yep. Unless they're, she wants to do something completely different. Well, that but didn't work. They said specifically <laughs> Harry Potter, though, right? Yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> Got it. Let's give away a prize. What are we giving away, Lex? Oh, my word. We've got tickets to see Shania Twain. May 17th at the Excel Energy Center. Stopping by for her Queen of Me tour with special guest Haley Withers. So uh, if you want to go, give us a call. 651-641-1071. Call her seven. Dawn is standing by. Good luck to you. Make sure you can go, please. These are big tickets. We want them to go to someone that loves Shania and can actually go. Or Yeah. When we come back, as I mentioned, Don McClain got a sneak peek of the Selena Gomez documentary folks are talking about. We'll discuss that when we come back. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. I'm Jace with Lex and Don. <laughs> yes. One more little note. I forgot about this Discovery HBO thing that y'all should care about. Uh, The combined service of HBO Max and Discovery Plus, because remember, y'all, this affects most of you because you probably have a subscription to one or both. They are combining earlier than originally thought. Uh, They will combine spring of next year. They did announce that. Oh, I see. Yeah. So you won't have a... affect the cost at all, Jace? Yes, it will. It'll be like your wreath. It'll go up 60%. Dang it. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So next year. Uh, okay. Selena Gomez documentary, uh, number three on Twitter right now, trending. You got a hold of the screener there, Don? Yes. I watched it last night. It's called My Mind and Me. It's on Apple TV Plus, like you said. Uh, this is the most well done documentary that on a person that I've ever seen. Wow. Wow. Yes. It is so good. I cried through the entire thing. I feel like I'm close to her and that I know who she is. And this girl, this woman struggles so much. I mean, not only does she deal with the pain of lupus and that uh, she's in remission from it, but it's always she has to have her blood pressure taken. She had a kidney transplant. She doesn't feel good. Okay, most of her daily life, she doesn't feel good. She wakes up feeling bad and, you know, they have treatments for her and things like that. So she struggles with that. Um, Do you remember like the Lady Gaga documentary or Demi Lovato documentary? The Gaga one I remember. Yeah. Okay, so so, um, unlike those, this feels, because I was worried going into it that I would feel like, okay, is this going to be self-indulgent and whiny? You know, but this is the opposite of that. This is like... You feel like she is your little sister and you want to take care of her. It's so vulnerable. And she goes through ups and downs where you can see her like she's not aware of the camera. You know, it's like they did so much filming. It doesn't feel like she knows the camera is watching her. You can see her start to panic whenever a lot of people are in the room. 
And they later on through the documentary discovered that she is diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Mm. And uh, you can see her like start to have a panic attack before she goes on stage. She's like laying in the lap of her friend in a limo, just like the people, the people, you know, I can't. And it's edited so well where, you know, they, they start off with like the beginning of one of her tours and she gets through 55 appearances and then she has to she has a mental breakdown and she has to be hospitalized. Oh, wow. Um, and that's whenever they diagnose her with bipolar. She's so stressed and worried about her costume at the beginning of this. Um, she's just been signed by Interscope and um, she's has the, she's doing rehearsal. It's the next day and you just feel like you see her panic. You feel her panic. She's she cries and she's like, I look terrible in this. I I look awful. And she's like, I just I went out there and practiced and I just think that he's going to regret signing me. This is Selena Gomez in 2019, and he actually comes wow. around the corner, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jonathan, I just, I'm afraid that, and he's like, you're amazing, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And you really feel that inner, just, demon, and she does, the way she describes um, that part of herself, I can relate to so much, because I have been through that those non-productive thoughts and the spiraling it's a spiraling where you feel like you're in the upside down and like people are with you trying to calm you down because you're panicking and it just leads from one bad thought to another and you feel like you're trapped you know like in another place and i've gone through that myself i have anxiety disorder and panic disorder that i take medication for so um and i have general depression so i take medication for that and so the the editing is so good because they go from her like panicking like that to a cut of her being on stage singing about like you're so amazing and beautiful just the way you are. And she's so overwhelmed by the crowd singing it back to her that she's just shaking and trembling and she just starts crying and she just it's like, oh, my on gosh. Stage? Like, yes. Oh, and like wow. she's like. Like, she can't believe that the audience is singing this back to her and that they know the words. And it's like the cut before was just her talking about how she hated herself, you know? And so that's the editing is amazing. Wow. You really see a transformation with her whenever she goes to Kenya. She took she started to support a group called We, which built schools and universities for women in Kenya. And so she's like, I want to go visit the school that I built. And so when she goes there, she feels like women tell her that like they're they were the they're the oldest in their family and they were supposed to be married off, but because they got to go to school that they don't have to. And like she's just like it's so powerful. These women are so articulate in the way that they just they describe how they process life in the world and how fortunate they are to have these opportunities that it just fills her with joy. Can I, can I ask, do they go into, we're talking about the Selena Gomez documentary mm-hmm. on Apple TV Plus, if you just tuned in. Actually, let's do this. Let's take a break, because um, I have a question. Uh, there was a revelatory moment in the Rolling Stone interview Okay, yeah. that, uh, that I'm curious if the documentary gets into. We're talking Selena Gomez with Dawn when we come back. It is Friday, November 4th, 2022. We are so happy you are here for a Jason and Alexis in the morning. Coming up in a little bit. 
Netflix is sued over an orgasm. Kind of, sort of. Lex says that for you. Yep. But first, continuing our conversation, Dawn got a hold of uh, a sneak peek of the Selena Gomez documentary on Apple TV+. Plus. It sounds um, fa- fascinating. I can't wait to watch yeah, this. Vulnerable, and you are completely related, huh, Dawn? Oh, yeah, absolutely. With the panic attacks and feeling isolated, and yeah. I was... I was telling Dawn, I believe off air, I I, uh, I read Q sent me, social media Q sent me a uh, Selena Gomez interview. She's on the cover of the latest issue of Rolling Stone. And I probably, like Dawn, devoured the document. I devoured this interview. And there was something, a couple things that stuck out to me. She talked about an episode that she had, Dawn, in 2018 where she was diagnosed. She had psychosis. And she was basically in a coma for, and nobody knew, like they kept it and she came out and it took her months to recover from. She had Mm -hmm. to learn new words. She had to learn how to relearn how to say words. And, and she wasn't sure she was going to come back from it. There's a chance that she wasn't going to come back from it. Was that covered at all in the documentary? Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. That's the psychotic break that I'm talking about, where she oh, was eventually. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm it's using fine. a different term. I apologize. Oh, no, no, no. The the psychosis, psychotic break, same thing. Yeah. Okay. She went to. She didn't want to go to a mental hospital, but she did, and um, you know that just started her the process of her um, trying to accept every day who she is. One of the things that you really get is for two years. All people could talk about was her breakup with Justin Bieber. Mm. And oh, every time that. she walked outside, you will be disgusted at what the paparazzi ask her. Oh. They're like, uh, Justin is dating somebody else. How do you feel? Are you going to start drinking again? They, they <gasps> no. do not. She got sober and stopped alcohol, you know, like around the time that, you know, and she announced like, I'm, I'm not going to drink anymore. It's not great for me. But they were like, are you like the worst things? And they won't let it go. They will they not let it on? go. Yeah, they show they show um, all the gross questions oh. and um, and so it, part of the documentary is her just wanting to be herself and not to have to be associated with somebody else as a, her identity because people just lumped them together for so long and she didn't want that. I mean, think about she struggles with all of these um, you know nonproductive thoughts and. Uh, undiagnosed bipolar disorder at the time and the pressure of being a celebrity and everywhere she goes, it's just Justin, 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 Haley and Justin. Like, when did they meet? Was he cheating on you? Like all this stuff. And Mm. it's just so, it's so gross. Gross. You also get to see how gross, um, stupid questions that DJs ask where she hates it. She hates doing this press and I don't blame her. They're just trying to be as like cool and creative as possible and make it about them. And she hates it. She hates doing these. And I don't blame her. It's like, God, they make it so complicated. She's like, what is that question? There's one point where a woman asks like something very personal. And she goes, what I really want to do. She's like, what other goals do you have? You've done all these things. And she's like, after she goes to Kenya, she's like, well, um, and she's so nervous in the interview. You can see her shaking. She hates it. And she's like, what I really want to do with my life is have a connection to other people and, you know, help women and just live my life doing philanthropy. And the woman goes, okay, thanks. I got it. 
And she goes, do you? Like, the woman just walks away. She goes, did she get it? Because I really don't think she even listened to what I said. And then she goes into another room and just starts crying about it because it was hurtful. It's like, these are real people. You don't don't treat her like a product. She's like, I just want to sound bite. Yes. Um, And then one of the um, things that I wrote down at the end of the documentary, she says, the truth is I've never felt good enough. Even when I'm on stage in front of a crowd, I'll always find the one person who doesn't like me and I believe them. I want to believe in myself. And then they also say that if you're in crisis, in a mental crisis and you need help, did you know that you can just dial 988 and be connected to somebody that can help you? Oh, wow. So please know that if you're listening and... If you don't get so, a chance to see the documentary, that can that can help you. Wow. It's that the looking out in the crowd and just picking out the one person in an entire stadium. Yeah, it's scowling. It's, it's like it's that's a relatable for any of us, all of yes. you listening, because you can get four, five, six positive. You know, maybe you're you're listening and you you get positive feedback from four coworkers, but you will get one negative from a coworker. Or, you know, I'm trying to make this general, not just about the three of us, but um, that don't, no, you know, no, no, not on the radio. It stinks. You yeah. don't concentrate on the four compliments you get from your family. or from, You concentrate and dwell on the one. Howard Stern talks about that all the time. He just did. Yeah. You know, no matter how big you get, you can be a Howard Stern, a Selena Gomez, an yeah. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah used to fixate on the, the weight comments. Yeah, it you hurts. know. Um, it, it hurts. These people are just because they make a lot of I love the excuse that, wow, they make they should be happy. They make a lot of money. It's Selena not makes, true. It's not true. It's not. It doesn't. It's not a steel guard against emotions and hurt feelings. These people, you know, in isolation, I, feeling alone. True. She did a really good. Um, she's really connected to mental health now. And she did a, a, an online live thing with a with a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a big name one that I don't even remember who he is, but he was talking about loneliness with her and how you can be in a crowded room and feel lonely, the depths of loneliness, because we don't feel connected to each other. And when she goes to Kenya, you can see her have that personal connection with people that like they're singing her song back to her and, Oh my God, you can just see her. She's bawling her eyes out. And like these women who have mm. now been given opportunities, or they brought a choir of men in who know her songs, you know, and they were singing around a campfire with her and looking right into her eyes. And it's just, oh my God. Like, oh, this is the person I know nothing against Taylor Swift. And I know that the Swifties out there will probably, you know, light their torches and come after me. But I feel like Selena Gomez is the big star that we should all be talking about all the time you know yeah like well, and, and or, think, is, or equally as much yeah and i don't think the swifties would mind because in the i think she probably said in the doc she revealed in the interview to the rolling stone interviewer yeah that swifty is her only real friend in the entire industry yeah. she only feels close to to t wow. so you'll see her team wake her up in the morning and stuff and even that like they come in her bedroom and there's four people sitting there going selena selena and they have we brought you coffee what and even that is just like go away <laughs> leave yeah. her alone for a second it's just like oh man it endears wow. does it it i it endears her to you doesn't it don I after cannot, you watch yes and i cannot imagine anybody watching this and not falling in love with selena gomez and mm. wanting to protect her 
and then seeing the good work that she's doing. It's just really amazing. It really is. Apple TV Plus, you oh, said, Don. Yeah. It's Sounds called, really uplifting and inspiring oh, at the same time while she's, you know, kind of she's, revealing yeah. all of these things. It's still heart-rending and warming. And it's called My Mind and Me. And in the end, these songwriters have taken her diary and written a song for her based on her diary entries. And it's called My Mind and Me. And she sings it. And you will just lose it. Not that you aren't mm. crying already. <laughs> the whole yeah, thing, but say, don't be like <laughs> you have to mentally prepare for this one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, don't think that it's not going to be an enjoyable ride because there is a catharsis. There is a um, something like okay, she's figured something out, and every day she's working on it. But still, there's a journey that happens. I hate that word, but you know what I mean. Like yep. you see yeah. her realizing who she is without Justin. You know, and oh, it's so incredible. And it's in today, right, Don? It's today, right yeah, now. you can watch it right now. I mean, listen well, to the rest of our show. Yeah, don't. And then dip into this immediately. <laughs> Take a day off work, whatever, and cry your eyes out. Watch <laughs> it this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I can't and wait then, to hear what you guys think. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to watch this. Yeah. Me too. It's so, uh, I'm I'm a fan. And, and it almost will make me want to go back to uh, Only Murders in the Building. <gasps> you I must finish it. I see uh, that I in a I whole new light. Like, I didn't really I like bet. her in that role. But now I'm like, I love her. <laughs> see, that's why I brought it up. Because <sighs> I think it'll have that effect on me. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, why did I say thanks to the sponsor? Anyway, uh, you can watch it right now on Apple TV Plus, like Dawn said. Hey, new month. New prizes in the Listener Rewards Prize Closet. Enter to win $1,000 in lighting from Southern Lights or $1,000 in custom furniture from Farmhouse Style Furniture. We also have wild tickets, girl. Mm-hmm. Enter to win a family four-pack to the game on November 13th. See? We actually pay you. Well, we can pay you to listen to our show. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. com. When we come back, Netflix is being sued for an orgasm. And Dwayne Wade is like, uh, hold up just a second. Alexis has those stories when we come back. Maria calls me. I had she said she's in the day. I could not stay alert. I stopped bending my limbs. I ate soup with my hands. I made robot noises during important meetings. I would stare at people until they became uncomfortable. Then a friend suggested Jason and Alexis. Their mix of entertainment news, pop culture musings, interviews, animal stories, crafting tips, and random, sometimes confusing comments have given me balance and the will to be a better me. Hello, world. Maybe you're ready for Jason and Alexis. One quick listen should cause instant gratification. Side effects are a concern and may include uncontrollable giggling, unnecessary profanity, hot liquid diarrhea, puddles of constant drool, shrub-like toe fungus, mangled and deteriorated intestines, gelatinous clotting mucus, explosive anal emission. But these are minor. To find out if Jason and Alexis are right for you, ask your doctor. Or don't, because really, what do they know? Do whatever you want. I don't care. So rude. Welcome back. <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk, streaming on our My Talk app. And a special thanks to all of you. Uh, and there's thousands and thousands and thousands of you that uh, download our podcast every day. To all of you, thank you. Thank you. Thank You're you amazing. You're amazing. And we uh, love that you love the show. Thank you. Yes, very nice. Cool. Jace, what is that uh, on your microphone? Uh, you were showing um, it. I was reading about this. Um, orgasm documentary and oh i thought it was a clip on et yeah um somebody speaking of how nice all of you are she's she's a my talker and she watches the jason show she sent me a 40th anniversary 
statue, a little, little a really nice, very detailed, like a expensive. It looks really good. Yeah. yeah. It's an E.T. figurine because she knows it's my favorite movie. Oh, so my it's, gosh. Um, so it's going on my desk uh, oh, on so the Jason sweet. show. Yeah, it's because it's the 40th anniversary oh, of E.T. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So Crazy. Wow, 40th. People are so nice. Uh-oh. I know. So, yeah. I know what that means. We're old. We's yep. old. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. 40th anniversary. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then Dar found my we're lunchbox. Not, we're not more than 25, right, guys? No, we're 27. No, it's amazing that I yeah. consumed it when I was only one. Uh-huh. And then Dar found my actual E.T. lunchbox oh. from elementary school. So that's on my set, too. There's a shelf by oh, our interview cute. area. And that lunchbox is my actual Oh, is it metal e. or plastic? Metal. Metal. Oh, how cute. I still have lunch in there from 1982. Oh. <laughs> Just joking. Don't open it. I know. Okay. Um, why is Netflix being sued? Okay. So they have an upcoming documentary called Orgasm Inc. <laughs> it is about a group called One Taste. No space, capital T. It's one word, One Taste. Okay. Okay. And uh, this group, I guess, has been accused of being an, uh, uh, an orgasm cult and has been even investigated by the FBI. Orgasm cult. So I'm like, okay. why is that a bad thing? Yeah. <laughs> but okay. Okay, there are okay. cults of people who like to give or receive, or maybe both. Well, great question. One Taste operated from 2005 to 2018 and it billed itself as a sexual wellness company uh-huh. focusing on orgasmic meditation. Okay. And the head honcho, or the spiritual figurehead, was also interviewed by... Gwyneth Paltrow and her Goop <laughs> podcast and in her book, Slow Sex. So There's a lot to take in. There's a lot there. I, I don't. Are, I, you, there's, are I, you stuck on spiritual figurehead? I, there's a uh, lot. And also head honcho. Head honcho. There's that too. <laughs> oh, We're talking that? about <laughs> orgasms. Yeah. Uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Okay, anyway, Wait, this we're, uh, suit. We're 12-year-old, sorry. We're this... here. We're here. We're here for you, Lex. <laughs> this lawsuit has been filed against Netflix, who responsible for the documentary for One Taste. They're saying that footage in this documentary was stolen and distributed by a former videographer for the company, and they want it to be temporarily stalled as they figure out what to do. Now, they're not saying that they don't want the documentary out at all, but they're asking for parts of it to be blurred because they say it depicts intimate body parts, acts of sexual intercourse, touching part of their instruction with their methods and concepts. So the company is suing Netflix? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. One Touch. Members members of One Touch. There's 15 of them that have come together. Or One Taste. Sorry. Yes. one One Taste. Yes. Jason, she did say one taste many times. I know. I'm just. Yeah. How I are just you got feeling? a bad visual. I just got a. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh. It's an. Okay. I get the lawsuit, but it's. Yeah. A, it's. It's a documentary about orgasms. Right. How are you not going to show some of this? Well, they're saying that when they got into their group, I guess they do it in a circle. They sit in a circle. And. Uh. When... <laughs> Please, please continue. (laughs) So when they would film for classes and workshops and stuff, they had (laughs) the there was I guess Netflix came and said, "Hey, um, here's 
some paperwork it w- that would say that, you know, what we do here, what you do here is confidential. They got verbal agreement and a show of hands that they agree. <laughs> some people only this had sounds, one hand up. Hands might be busy. I don't know. One, one hand. Oh, my gosh. Agreeing that this would be a safe place for them, you know, for their intimate ideas and deep feelings and things like that that they discuss. But then I'm also thinking, like you said, Jason, why are they there then if, if you aren't going to be willing to share this stuff. Um, if there's yeah. a camera there, chances are Thank you. they're going to use the footage. Exactly. Did you not see? I mean, Did unless there are like the no camera? cameras right now, no hidden cameras, let's just talk. Fine. But if they're filming, they're there. expect it's going to be in there. Yeah. And this documentary was slated to start streaming tomorrow. So they're really, (laughs) this group is saying, look, we need a temporary restraining order. We need to figure out what's going on. So we'll see if you see it pop up on on Netflix. Uh, They lost their case. Oh, Oh, of course it's going to pop up on Netflix. Yeah, of course it is. (laughs) I mean, I guess it depends, too. Are there blurred lines? (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, Lordy. We'll see. Oh, God. I just <laughs> yeah, a lot of the things it just, just sound sexual. Oh, oh I think that group. Wait a minute, I think that group is here. Everyone. Ew. Oh, what? Oh, are they going to speak or? No, I think no. they're just moaning. They're expressing themselves though. <laughs> is it called one touch? Taste. <laughs> taste. Oh, taste. 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 One taste. One touch is something completely one different. Touches, yeah. One but touch is, yeah. But the um, the Netflix documentary is called Orgasm Inc. Oh, the okay. The story of one taste. Uh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. It's just my grandma sleeping. It's, okay. it's, it's grandma's. That's what this is, dog? Yeah. Oh, I pressed the wrong button. I thought this was. It's fine, you guys. Oh, that's her sleep apnea. This Don't is, worry about it. Oh, this is grandma sleeping. Get her I thought CPAP. this was that. Okay. I thought this was that group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Guys, don't wake her up. She's so tired. She's, sleeping. She's so tired. Grandma, grandma, grandma. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Good, she's still asleep. Thank, we are saved by it's are a beautiful we play day. A game next. It says yes. a game on here. Yeah. Yeah. All we're right. gonna play. We're gonna have some fun. Yes. We haven't played this in a while. We love it. You love it. The three of us are gonna play. Worst case scenario. Yes. And then an unbelievable forced movie review. The 8 o'clock hour starts next.